Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to the Daily Dose of Dillingham. Here is your host and frontline commander of the humanitarian New World Order, John Dillingham. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to your Daily Dose of Dillingham. This is your host, John Dillingham, three-time published author, available on Amazon.com, the Tampa Hillsborough County Public Library System, and my own author site, di11inghan.com. Today, I'm here to discuss my most recent labor of love and project, the Kerbala Goop shoe, which I'm going to be selling through the Top Level Society store, which I just made, like, this week, um, to sell these shoes. Uh, as well as some skateboard co-merchandise for the skateboard competition. Um, the $2 stair comp, which is running until basically early fall. October 21st, I believe is the end date for that. Um, and I'm supporting Curb, not only because uh, I love all of his art for the most part, um, but... He's also a Florida artist, um, Florida resident, and um, he's been doing this, he's been making music for so long, and he's just one of those artists um, that he just, he's like me with my podcast. He does it because he loves it. It's not about money for him. Um, I think he'll always be good no matter what, but I want to celebrate him as an artist by putting out these shoes. Uh, They're going to be $200, that's the price point. Uh, we're going to have a limited run. Basically, as many as vans will let me order before they tell me I can't order anymore. And on top of all of that, um, the, a majority of the profit is going to curb. The rest is going to go to Skateboard Co. So I'm not getting any money out of this, but I'm, you know, as I've stated, continuing to build my brand, Skateboard Co., continuing to support real people out there in extreme sports by giving them real money for doing real tricks down real stairs. Um, anyway, I just wanted to talk that about the shoe for a moment. Um, thank you very much, Curb Lagoo, for letting me sell these shoes. I wish we could do a podcast together. Maybe that's something we'll do in the future. I don't know. This guy, he's, he's, uh, streaming a lot on Twitch right now. So best of luck to him with that venture. Um, and I, I really want to say I, I i offered this to him um you know as a win-win solution for both of us to to let me get part of these profits for skateboard co um but it's also just a pleasure to design this shoe um i do have a graphic design degree and uh, i didn't do the graphics i'm not sure who did you'd have to ask curb that um but everything kind of pulls really well together in this shoe it says a hundred thousand on the back a hundred thousand on the toe um, and if you want to get a really good look at them, there's a video on Skateboard Co.'s Instagram, um, just at S-K-8-B-O-R-E-D-C-O, Skateboard Co., and you can check them out there. Uh, shop opens at 11 p.m. this evening. I have no idea how many of these will sell, hopefully a lot. Um, again, you're supporting an incredible artist 
Carblagoop, and yeah, we do have haircuts from men playing in the background right now, but that's because I don't like a lot of lyrics in my music while I'm I'm going in on headlines, uh, which is, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, that's typically what I do is go over news headlines and just kind of talk about them um, because of all the information that I've read over the 20 plus years I've been in the industry of information distribution. All that being said, though, ladies and gentlemen, um, we will keep this moving on. Um, I did have a little thing here. Like, if anyone asks, like, why $200 for the price point for these shoes? It's because both feet keep it 100, baby. 100 thou. Wow. So definitely uh, give Curb Lagoop a follow. Check him out on Twitch. Check out his music. Uh, like I said, it's a catalog of, a, you know, we're going on 20 years here, ladies and gentlemen, of music. The guy needs a something. Um, that's why I'm giving him the shoe. Uh, this is his first ever shoe to my knowledge hopefully not his last i'd love to do several shoes not only for curb but for other hip-hop artists like i don't know jeffrey on the west coast allegedly from memphis but i believe he's from texas um love that guy too man and and, uh there's so many great artists outside of these two um that i would love to to promote uh, including Marlon, for example, Mr. Marlone, the winner of my comp, um, Bailey, you know, if, if we get to a point where these models and these participants can start getting their own clothing to help them support their lifestyles and what they do, um, you know, that'd be incredible to me. So that's kind of where I'm going to keep pushing all this. We're going to keep pushing for the real, pushing to support real artists, you know, that have been around for a long time that deserve merch that's you know going to withstand the test of time is good stuff that will get people talking about them out in the street you know out in public grocery store coffee store you know coffee shop meat market bro wherever right the docks you know what i'm saying the skate park you know we always talk about music at the skate park when i hit that place up not always but majority of the time bro that's what brings all of us skaters together inliners bmxers and it goes all the way back to the 90s, man. I remember in the 90s talking about Rancid with skateboarders when there was still beef with them when I was an inliner. We all had Rancid in common, that punk band, along with the typical ones like NoFX, um, 10-Foot Pole, etc., etc. There's so many great punk bands from the 90s. A lot of them still continue to this day. Um, unfortunately, punk music just kind of fell out of you know mainstream. So, you know how it is, man. Um, anyway, we're going to keep it moving here, guys. I'm going to get into um, two more items at the shop, and then I'll do some headlines and then uh, some crypto news. Um, again, for everyone like first tuning into this, these episodes are typically 20-plus minutes. So if you were just here for the shoe info, that's what I got for you. Um, we stuck with the Vans classic slide on, by the way, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do the, you know, Chinese way when these are already being made in China, when Vans already has that down perfect, nothing but love for Vans. Um, they're, they've been the shoe that I've been going to for the last decade, pretty much, uh, as far as just a basic shoe that I know it can rely on. Um, 
I had checkerboard vans that I was married in in 2013 that I threw away like last year, bro. Like they lasted nine years, man, off and on uh, wearing them. They just withstand the test of time. That's why $200, I believe, is a perfect price point for being able to support Curb and the comp with these shoes. Um, I'm going to say less and uh, move on here. So the other two items that I'm putting up on the shop when it opens at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight are two shirts, two t-shirts, all sizes available, four to six weeks delivery on these as well um, as the shoes. Um, one is the Skateboard $2 Comp Support Pro shirt. It's a black t-shirt, um, front and back printing with the skateboard logo on front and the um, stair logo, skateboard logo, an old school top level society logo on the back and uh, so, uh, a message that says you're supporting the $2 Skateboard Co. Comp. Um, the shirts are going to be $50 for the Pro and $40 for just the standard edition. That's just a front print. Um, again, a little bit more than a regular ass t-shirt, right? Because these are supporting the comp. No one's making money off of these other than the winners of the $2 stair comp. So all the profits are going toward that. Um, and that's good. That's just the way this is going to operate. Ladies and gentlemen, going forward, uh, my plan is to continue bringing products to you that are high quality that support not only this comp but artists uh, and events as we slowly snowball toward more and more money being generated for this comp to basically continue supporting all the people that are submitting clips to this comp and like I said artists that are most likely going to provide music for these clips uh, because skaters are already listening. There's skaters already listening to Curb Goop already, for example. He's got graffiti at the Sarasota Skate Park about him, bro. He didn't even know about it. That's how I started talking to him. I literally sent him a photo of graffiti about him in a positive light at the Sarasota Park where he's from. And he didn't even know about it, bro. So just a taste of the culture that, you know... Uh, my goal too is you know we want to link these artists with their fan base in some shape or form maybe not a signing or a meet and greet but they can buy these products have confidence in these products like what we're trying to do with vans god willing we'll get a contract with vans and be able to do high tops for curb because we had a lot of people in the thread when he announced this saying look we want high tops we want this and i want to do all this with vans i want to make this a win-win situation with vans and goop and skateboard co so these are all great things happening it's just going to take you the listener stepping up chipping in buying these products helping us support these people um i'm not one of those artists that's going to take the money and run and laugh about it dude i'm, I'm that guy that is going to pay these people you can check my record on skateboard co when we finish the last comp earlier this month everyone got paid within 24 hours matter of fact i think i paid everyone within 12 hours as soon as it was announced bro they had the money we can do this guys i have the money to do this i'm willing to do it and we're gonna do it this way man because i'm only gonna support real people out there doing real things um as curb would say fuck what you heard you know fuck all that shit we want to see the real stuff and we want to pay these people that are doing the real stuff. So anyway, 
same that's when you wear these shirts when you wear these shoes people are going to know you're supporting real artists and a real competition that's doing it real um so all that being said let's get into some headlines today and see what's going on in the real world as i said it's about uh i don't think i gave the time or the day as a matter of fact april 28th 2 40 p.m eastern standard time top headline ukraine war this is from bbc an hour ago 25 dead as russian missile hits cities russian missiles hit cities excuse me um, we're familiar with this conflict appears to be escalating once again godspeed to everyone out there in the in the way of this uh, i can only imagine the nightmare that that is um speaking of nightmares uh, McCarthy hits DeSantis on Disney prison quip, sit down and negotiate. Alright, so this is from The Hill. We have three other headlines related to this. Um, Hill, the Hill's most recent from four hours ago. Uh, we have CNN 17 hours ago, NBC yesterday, and uh, New York Daily News nine hours ago. I'm going to hit up The Hill's statement on this and see what they have to say. Tone down this music a bit here. Do we have a video or anything? So what's going on is um, we've got some controversy between the state of Florida and Disney World right now due to the, the politically correctness of Disney. And so Disney is now attempting to sue Florida because they're stating... Um, well, let's just get into this article. Um, we have a video here as well. I'm going to actually try to, let me get this video going and see if we can get some audio from DeSantis himself here. He doesn't look very happy as usual, so let's see what he's going to say. Universal, SeaWorld, and all these other places, and so they're upset because they're actually having to live by the same rules as everybody else. They don't want to have to pay the same taxes as everybody else, and they want to be able uh, to control uh, things without proper oversight, which every other Floridian has to have this this type of of oversight. All Florida businesses, so it's um uh, it's a it's a little bit much uh, to to be complaining about that. I don't think the suit has merit. I think it's political. I think they filed you know in Tallahassee for a reason because they're trying to to generate um you know some 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 district court decision. But we're very confident on the law. And if okay, so. You kind of heard it from, from the man himself there. We have Disney basically trying to use this whole thing once again. And they've been doing this for a while um, with with the state of Florida. President Biden and lawmakers up here on yeah, Capitol. No, politically motivated um, news, basically, about Disney. Which, who's going to stop going to Disney, right? No one. So... You know how it is. So let's get into the article. Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Republican California, hit Florida Governor Ron DeSantis over his ongoing feud with Disney on Thursday, suggesting that the governor sit down and negotiate with the company. I'd give him the same advice I gave President Biden, McCarthy told CNBC Squawk Box on Thursday. Why wouldn't you sit down and negotiate and talk? If there's differences, you can always find ways that you can solve this problem. This is a big employer inside Florida, he added. I think the governor should sit down with him. I don't think the idea of building a prison next to a place that you bring your family is the best idea. I think it'd be much better if you sat down and solved the problems. DeSantis earlier this month floated building a state prison next to Disney World 
in his latest jab at the company. The Florida governor first took aim at Disney last year after the company spoke out against the state's so-called Don't Say Gay law, which barred classroom instruction on gender identity and sexual orientation in kindergarten through third grade. Which, by the way, I 100% back this, along with the um, the whole weird agenda of bringing um, cr cross-dressers in front of children and reading stories to them. I don't know why that's still... That, that kept happening. Um, I don't have children per se, but I will say if I did have children, I don't believe I'd want them to hang out around cross-dressers at the age of uh, five or six, maybe. I do believe that's a, that's a critical time when I definitely learned, you know, I had my first quote-unquote, like, crush when I was five. It was definitely on a girl. Um... Not and I, again, I'm not saying like I'm normal by any means, but what I'm getting at is children need time to simply develop what they identify as genetically, right? And I think a lot of these, um, a lot of the gender identity courses in schools, they kind of lean kids toward like a certain way, so, or in other words. They, they realize, okay, like, I can switch up my gender anytime. I don't have to be what I am. And I think if looking at myself as a five-year-old, hearing something like that for the first time, um, I would probably be confused. But I would also ultimately be like, all right, well, what's the point of a dick? What's the point of this penis I have, right? You know what I mean? Scientifically, it's to make more of us, more, make more of ourselves, right? That's why we have this. Um, and so a lot of people are uncomfortable with things like that being taught to children that, all right, you don't have to do this. You can be this way or be this way. I'm not against any type of uh, way, so to speak. Um, I've even made my peace with furries after a long time. Um, and I think realizing that Mario deep down inside was a Furby with the Tanuki suit um, and the, the, uh, raccoon suit, you know, I just came to peace with it. Like if, if an Italian heroic plumber gets down sometimes in a raccoon suit, fuck it, let them have fun. Right. Um, let them pretend to be animals. Let them have their good time. I just don't want them doing that in front of children. You know what I mean? Um, and I think, you know, a lot, I think about the book where the wild things are a classic for kids to read. Um, and how that could easily be translated into something sexual for a child if you had, you know, furry, the concept of furries brought up in tandem with that book. I don't know where I'm going with all this, except, um, A, if I had a son or a daughter, first of all, I would explain to them, you know, the birds and the bees, the why we have these organs we have. And then I would say, look, if you want humanity to keep continuing, we got to keep making more of ourselves, all right? And then perhaps when they're in their teens, bring up the concept of there are most likely facilities that grow people in test tubes and, you know, clone organs and things like that, guys. But... The way that we still like to do it as human beings is the old natural way, where we put the penis in the vajayjay, you know, we bump the pissers for a while, and then maybe a kid comes out nine months later approximately.
I don't think I've said JJ in a while. Um, anyway, so, and, and here's the thing. He made a very good, I'm going to replay this first statement by DeSantis, right? Um, I really think this is an important statement that all corporations and large companies need to take heed to. Listen to the first part of this statement. And Let me you, rewind this here. This is it's, fact, one those, it's one of those auto. They've been treated much different than Universal, SeaWorld, and all these other places, and so they're upset because they're actually having to live by the same rules as everybody else. They don't want to have to pay the same taxes as everybody else, and they want to be able uh, to control. Uh, things without proper oversight, which every other Floridian has to have this this type of of oversight. All Florida businesses, so it's um uh, it's a it's a little bit much uh, to to be complaining about that. I don't think the suit has merit. I think it's political. I think they filed you know in Tallahassee for a reason because they're trying to to generate um you know some 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 district court decision. But we're very confident on the law and it. So. What he's saying is that all their businesses have to provide, you know, they have to pay taxes. And apparently Disney's, he's kind of alluding to Disney not paying their fair share of taxes in the state of Florida. Um, President Biden and lawmakers up here. On so that's one thing to keep in mind. Um, I'm going to keep reading this article, though. DeSantis has since sought to remove Disney's special self-governing status over the district, surra district surrounding its Florida park. The company sued DeSantis and other state officials on Tuesday, alleging it has been the subject of a targeting campaign of government retaliation for protected speech that threatens its business operations. While DeSantis has dismissed the suit as political, other Republicans seem wary of the Florida governor's escalating feud with the company. Florida Senator Mark, Marco Rubio said on Thursday that it was a perfectly legitimate thing for the state to address Disney's governmental-type powers but warned against targeting businesses for political purposes. However, McCarthy also suggested on Thursday that he doesn't think businesses should get into politics. Agreed. I made that mistake myself with top-level society. Ended that whole... You know, ended that whole idea, right? If you're going to be a large employer inside the state, you should also abide by the rules and run your business and don't think you should get into politics, he said later, adding, you can take whatever position you want, but remember, if you're elected to run a business, that's what your shareholders want you to do. Yes. So, what have we learned from this, ladies and gentlemen? Well, I've learned that big companies are always going to try to get out of paying taxes. Uh, they're always going to have some stupid agenda to try to appeal to more people. Um, you know, and we all just want to see Mickey Mouse, bro. We just want to see Mickey Mouse, bro. We want to have fun with our kids when we go to Disney World or relive that childhood fantasy again as adults. That's all we want to do, man. I'm not there protesting gay rights or, you know, gender identity issues, bro. And, and I think, again, these are all great concepts for teens to learn about and discuss, but not children in elementary school. And that's where this whole gay thing has been just been blown out of proportion with the Santis. Dude, I get that some kids are confused when they're young, but bro, they don't need this crap crammed down their throat at that age. Not, and again, I said crap. That's probably the wrong term to use, but they don't need... I didn't get sex ed until I was in fifth grade, bro. Like, I was almost out of elementary school. Actually, I think that is considered uh, 
more middle school than elementary school, and so, depending on your district. But again, uh, fifth grade, bro, I was like 11, 12, 13, early teens, right? When I really like got the official talk. Of course, I had my buddy in the na- you know, I run, I run around with all the kids in that neighborhood, right? Um, and you know, there was all everyone always has that one kid that has the porn growing up. I definitely had that too. Um, but again, I'm wanting to know. As a, uh, I always consider myself someone that had logic. I wanted to know the why behind my organs, not my feelings related to my organs and how they don't line up or whatever. Because when I was five fucking years old, dude, and almost pretty much until I was goddamn 15 16 dude all i cared about was music skating and video games i didn't give a shit about trying to get laid bro real talk man i just didn't care dude and i've got i've come full circle many times to where i just go for like a year or two i just don't fucking care bro i'm not here out here trying to impress some bitch or some chick or some lady whoever it is right you know, some hooker. Dude, I'm not trying to impress any of these women. Nor do I give a shit if they have, if I get validation from them. It doesn't matter to me. Um, because I know exactly how that validation is going to come. The opposite of what I'm expecting them to say, right? No woman's going to genuinely give you a compliment unless they're really trying to do something some type of way. And even then, it's always questionable. Like, what's her angle, right? I've had a supermodel tell me I was hot before and then introduce me to her boyfriend like five minutes later, dude. It was just weird. Like, I'm not playing this game with y'all. I get it's all fucking game to y'all, and it's all an attention grab, and it's an, a, clout, a clout grab coming up to me in public and talking to me, acting like you don't know who I am, and then, you know, throwing in some weird shit out of nowhere. I get it. It's a game to y'all, but there's real people like me who used to fucking sleep in their car for months at a time, who struggled dealing with someone who they thought they should have given their heart to and they fucked up, or someone they thought they could trust that, you know, fucked them over. We've all had that happen to us. It's not a game for a lot of us now. Especially those of us who made it through this bullshit COVID virus and had to live through all the lies and manipulation involving that pile of trash. So... Uh, kudos to DeSantis for standing his ground against Disney, yet another corporation trying to take aim at the fucking government to not only avoid paying taxes, but also trying to sway everything towards some fucked up agenda for, you know, some demographic to get something so that everyone feels like Disney's on the side of these people, right? Instead of those people. It's always the same narrative with these large companies. I don't care who they are. They always got to make the government into the bad guy, and they're the good guys. Bro, you run a business that's doing entertainment. Fuck your agenda against whatever it is. I don't care who it is, bro. Like, unless you're literally... And and this is where it kind of gets weird, too. They're literally trying to, you know, take over and corporatize the emergency system. Um, the 911 system, right? They're trying to take that over. AT&T's got a whole thing in place for that. I was there when they were creating it, uh, literally working for that company. So that, just another example for you here of the corporate ties with our government 
and things just getting weird when that happens. It's never in my in my long history of looking back with corporations working with the government, it either ends really, really bad or the corporation just becomes the government. Like Facebook, for example. We know damn well that the government's been using Facebook to go after really bad people for a long time. I used to help them when I worked there. Gladly did it too. I'd served, I served my country well, not only in the communications field, but in the social media field, going after shitty people, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I was paid not well for it, unfortunately, like most law enforcement officers or anyone that works for the government. Not that I'm saying, I'm not saying I was a law enforcement officer, um, but I was the one sending information to them involving really bad people. And I'm not talking about drug dealers. I'm talking about people that beat up their kids on a routine basis or try to sell children or molest children. Really fucking bad things, guys. Shit that if a prisoner found out you were doing this shit, they would fucking want to kill you. So even the prison rules apply to Facebook moderation, ladies and gentlemen. Um, But all that aside, just remember... If it's a business trying to do more than what the business is trying to do, then what is it? Right? Enough said. Um, Next headline we got here. How far are we into this? 29 minutes. Let's go a few more minutes. Get a couple more lines. This is what I do, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Guardian, five hours ago, Mike Pence interviewed by grand jury investigating capital attack live well we're gonna skip that that's a tomorrow headline um a legend is born kirsten noshafer becomes first woman to win historic golden globe race fantastic what you got kirsten nushar is there a video for this i hope so just so i can learn how to pronounce her name nope of course not Uh, this is by Thomas Schlachter, written today, 12.13 p.m. Kirsten Noshaffer has become the first woman to win the Golden Globe race. Noshaffer and 15 other competitors, who were all men, set off from Le Sables de Alone, France, on September 4th, 2022, with the aim of making it around the world via the five great caves before returning to the coastal town in the west of France. Entrance race solo, non-stop, and in boats that are reminiscent of the golden age of solo sailing. The yachts have to be designed before 1988 and are without electronic instruments or autopilots. That takes balls. The race is based on the 1968-69 Sunday Times Golden Globe race which saw Sir Robin Knox Johnston become the first person to circumnavigate the globe, sailing solo on his boat, Sahili, without stopping. By the time the South African Nashafer crossed the line Thursday, only two other sailors were on course to complete the race without stopping. After finishing with an official time of 233 days, 20 hours, 43 minutes, and 47 seconds, the shopper said her boat, Minahana, Minihaha, had been her companion throughout the adventure. 
I talked to her a lot. I even got angry with her, but I love her very much. The Victor explained for Sail World. It's a fast, elegant boat on which I worked a lot for a year. I had the will to win as soon as I registered for the race, and I did not did all my preparations accordingly. The chauffeur also touched on the issue of gender given. She was the only woman in the race, adding, I wanted to win, not as a woman. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be in a separate category, but to compete on equal terms with all the skippers. Good for her. Um, the mayor of Les Sables de Laon, Yannick Moreau, praised the magnitude of the 40-year-old Schaefer's achievement. The only woman at the start of the longest sporting event in the world came out on top and became a legend. It is truly a historic moment that we have just experienced in Les Sables de Laon, said Moreau. By her sporting feet, her courage, her heroism, Kirsten became a model and a world reference. In Les Sables de Laon, we are happy and proud to see her legend born. Not only did Schaefer win, but during the race, the South African diverted from her path to rescue fellow competitor Tapel Latinen. Latinen? Latinen's boat sank, and the Finnish skipper was stranded for over 24 hours in the southern Indian Ocean. The eventual winner was the first to reach Latinen and rescue her fellow competitor. Damn. We drank a rum together, and then we sent him on his merry way. No congratulations needed for the rescue. Everyone would do the same for another sailor. Thank you guys for coordinating it. The chauffeur told the race website. Cool. Congratulations. That's fucking awesome. And she's 40. It's never too late, ladies and gentlemen. Follow your dreams. Fuck what anyone says. Uh, Pope in Hungary warns of rising nationalism in Europe. Appeals for accepting migrants. One hour ago. One more. Uh... Yeah, I do want to touch on this a moment. Jerry Springer died yesterday. Uh, looks like his cause of death was revealed. This is from Orlando. Um, Jerry Springer was a very um, controversial talk show host from the late 90s and early 2000s. Um, a lot, like if you watch any of his old stuff, it's freaking hilarious. It's trash TV, but it's also great stuff. Um uh, so yeah, 79 years old, decent life. He was in Chicago. What was the cause here? Apparently he was Cincinnati's 56 mayor in 1977. That's rad. Didn't know that. Um... He died after a bout with pancreatic cancer, just like Jobs, man. Damn. According to a family spokesperson. All right. Rest in peace, man. Um, I got nothing else to say here, guys, other than what's going on in the markets. And considering it's Friday, it's the end of the month, probably a lot of dumping going on right now uh, due to rent being due in a few days for a lot of people. Um so we'll see what we got. Top of my list today is Soundhound, 4.92% at $2.67. GoEV is still rallying, 77 cents, ladies and gentlemen. Get in now on this stock. Um, I predict it's going to be as high as Tesla. And just to give you a reference here, what's Tesla at right now? Tesla. Uh, Tesla Incorporated on the NASDAQ, we're looking at $164. So, yeah, considering GoEV is 77.5 cents right now, that's a 164% possible increase, assuming it gets uh, more, more than 164. Probably, we're talking around 300%, something like that, right? Uh, 250? I don't know. 
somewhere. I'm not doing the math. I'm just saying, look at these comparisons. Um, and I truly believe with the government contract Canoe has with NASA, the contracts with Walmart, um, and another most likely DHL, uh, FedEx, UPS type situation distribution. Uh, not only that, but I'm your boy's buying one, hopefully. I emailed them the other day trying to get an update on that. Where you at, Canoe? Trying to get some updates on that $100 pre-order I put in like two years ago. Um, but yeah, so like it's one of those things, guys. This is like I'm going to be a, a, two years from now, I'm going to be saying I told you so when the stock's at freaking $300, bro. Okay? Um, so just jump in now. Download the Robinhood app or Webull or whatever, you know, retail app you got, um, buy some freaking canoe stock. I can't back it enough. Um, my boy, uh, Tony Akia holding it down. Just, it's always going to be something great out of this company. I know it is. I've been keeping tabs on them since the beginning. Um, they've got two plants now in Oklahoma. Get in on this stock, man. XRP's at 47 cents. We're still nearing the end of Gensler, uh, on Gensler, Gary Gensler's reign on the SEC. Hopefully, we'll be seeing that jump up. Um, everything else is insignificant from what I'm seeing. I mean, Doge is like at a cent, one percent up today, almost at 7.9 cents. Biggest loss today is uh, BNB, which is at 2.03 percent uh, down. Um, so yeah, I'd be buying BNB and I'd be selling um, XRP today. It looks like XRP is up 2.23. Um, I personally don't sell stocks. I'm a, I'm not a day trader. I just buy long term. And I'm yeah. So you already know. That's all we got today. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And uh, I'm gonna leave with my favorite Curb Lagoop song ever. Actually, I'm gonna take it. I would take that back. I've already used one. Of, I'm not going to pull out my favorite, but I'm going to pull out his top song right now um, on his SoundCloud page. We're going to go out to that. Um, this track, where is it here? I know he's got it at the top of his list. I just got to find it. Where you at? Popular tracks. Okay, so this is his most popular track. 1.81 million plays. Oh, excuse me. Second most popular. His first is um. His first is Cocaine of Pearls with Lil Peep, produced by Young Lan. So this is definitely um. I didn't hear this song first by him. I can't even tell you the first song I heard from him on SoundCloud. This is back in like 2016, something like that. 2015 when I started really getting into Goop. Um, this song was released five years ago, right around 2018. This is Cocaine and Pearls with Lil Peep, produced by Young Lan. Catch y'all soon.
Bye. 